Welcome back. Welcome back. We got the traditional Canada Athletic Training Podcast brought to you by Healthy Roster. Oh, geez. Early and often. Yeah, I did it. Early and often. I did it. HealthyRoster.com for all your EMR needs. Go talk to the folks over there. They love athletic trainers. We love them. If you're not using Healthy Roster, you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. And I'm Kevin. And I'm Chad. All right, this is Canada Athletic Training. You know, we had a very good episode last week. Hopefully, everybody else that's not on the live show got to listen up to Dylan hosted his own Canada Athletic Training podcast for us. Yeah, that was a nice week. It was. I liked it a lot. And then he went out and he had a nice week himself. He went out after hosting a show with us, and then he went out and stirred up a huge. Controversial Twitter storm, and then he went and saved a life. See, that's what happens when you come on the Canada Athletic Training Podcast. You stir some shit up, and then you have the the knowledge and the bravery to go save a life. So, congratulations, Dylan, on being a certified badass. How about that? Yeah, good for you. We should. We should actually, you know what we should do? We should reach out to Lifesavers, the candy, and see if they'll do a sponsorship with us. And then, like, we would do, like, a Lifesaver of the week. Yeah. Amongst all the ATs that we see on social media, and we would just send them some free Lifesavers. I love it. You get your Lifesavers in you. Nothing. Do you like Lifesavers? Yeah, they're fine. Do you want to know what I had? I had the Lifesaver. Mints. No. So, okay, so the hard candies, fine. Take them or leave them. They actually made like a soft, chewy, lifesaver ring type thing. Yep. Legit really good. Those are fine, yeah. I think sometimes I- get some of those. Sometimes I put them in my mouth. Whoa. And I'm a little- Careful. I'm a little disappointed (laughs) that they're not sour. Do they make sour-like lifesaver gummies? I don't know. It's a great question. Remember when Sour Skittles came out? They're still out. I know, but do you remember when they came out? Yeah. They were. That was a good day. Listen, we got a lot of chatter on the on the board already. Apparently, our good friend Aaron has started a new job. And everybody is very proud of her. Hopefully, it's a good step in the right direction. Hopefully, it doesn't prevent you from working with the pickles next year when the bananas... And the Pickles play each other, and the Canada Athletic Training Podcast guys are announcing a game. Well, if she started a new job, maybe she won't have the ability to go to the games. Well, I I hope that's in her contract, is that she gets to do whatever the hell she wants when there's a Pickles game going on. Pickles. About time. Yeah. You know what? Hey. Okay, I got a a friend or foe. Okay. We already doing that one? Yeah. No, this is just like, okay, are you in or out on the following? In. Pickled flavor popcorn. Oof. In or out? 
Oh, I've been I've I'm been out. researching gourmet popcorn flavors. I want to start dabbling into trying some crazy popcorn flavors. Side gig, making your own. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You'd be out on pickled flavored. I would be. I think there's a crap ton of people that would love it. I think they're looking for the saltiness of you know. Yeah, if you're on the that. live stream, let me know in or out on pickled flavored popcorn. I'm not see like I personally would never in a million years try it. So you do okay, dill pickle. Seeds. Yeah, Not my right. thing. Yeah, me neither. I don't mind dill. I don't mind pickles. I don't like pickle taste with that kind of stuff. If you know what I mean. Yeah. I I personally w- wouldn't, but... I, it's a hard for me to eat any popcorn of any seasoning. I like the salt and butter. The yeah. wife loves the ranch seasoning, so I will... Partake in the ranch powder. I don't want to make two separate bowls of popcorn. Yeah. I agree. You know? I don't know. I was just the pickles. So I'm going to say you said the pickle. How about banana flavored popcorn? Savannah, banana. Savannah, pop- banana popcorn. Banana popcorn. Better or worse? No. Uh, worse. Worse. I don't know. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd go down the route of a, of a pickle over a banana for popcorn. Banana runt over a pickle runt. I'll take the banana runt. Yeah. Nate's Nate's making his own beef jerky. We, why are we not getting samples? What the f- Listen, Nate. <laughs> excuse me. Also, me and you need to talk still. Shoot me a text. Let's figure out a time. Um, You too, Dylan. We got to figure out a time to actually talk on the phone. Catch up like good old friends. So, you know who else I would like to, you know, just say hi to? Who do you want to say hi to? Our, our friends over at Smart Tools. Hey, Smart Tools. Hey, Smart Tools. I got a graphic for them. Go put it up on I don't there. have it on the, the short... I'll put it on the shortcut this week. Oh, they're not on the short list yet? Uh, you got it. I mean, it takes Boom. a while. It takes a while to get on the short list. Don't be offended, Smart Tools folks. We love you. Thanks, I wanna, I'm thanks try for helping new, us out. I'm going to... If I ever get time, I want to dabble with new graphics. I just like messing with yeah. that stuff. So if you I'm go tired over to, of the graphics. If you're listening to this right now, you know, every everybody that listens to the Canada Athletic Training Podcast, go over to Smart Tools. Go check out their BFR cuffs. Go check out their instrument-assisted soft tissue mobilizations. And give yourself a little 10% discount by using the promo code CANDID10. 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 Um, I'm about to buy the BFR cuffs. So if anybody's listening to Smart from Smart Tools right now, I need my I need some BFR cuffs for my new space that I'm creating right here. I know that nobody can see any all the other edges of it just yet. We need to take when it's all together. It's going to be really fun. Um, but there's definitely going to be some blood flow restriction <laughs> happening in this place. I miss BFR. Mm, I love I, mi- I love all the blood. You know flow. what? I want. I'm going to buy one too, just so I can work out with it. And God dang, why not just come here and work out? Well, I want with the BFR. You just got to come work out my place like everybody else. I know. Everybody wants to work out here. Everybody. Everybody. I can't wait to put on like candid athletic training, structural elements, smart tools, smart tools sponsored, uh, healthy rostered sponsored, everybody, maybe master dry needling sponsored courses right here at structural elements or at SE lab here in Shorewood, Wisconsin. So master dry needling has a a class coming to our area. What? Milwaukee. What? September 9th, 10th, and 11th that weekend. Three days of getting poked by a needle. In 
Big Bend, Wisconsin. Oh, Big Bend. Wow. Like one, maybe like less than a mile from where I grew up. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to say. Scott reached out and he said, hey, we need people to come to the class. So if you are in the Milwaukee area, Wisconsin area, or within a stone's throw and you want to come up here and get dry needling certified, come up, take the class. It's awesome. Scott's great. Um, Lots of good feedback on Scott. I, I might make an appearance. Let's go say hi. We can go say hi. I'd I'd love to just pop in. So poke, poke me with your needle real quick. Do you know if it's the level one? Is it level one? Or is it level two? Uh, I don't know. We can ha- we'd have to go to see Nate said Scott is a good yeah, we got confirmation. Nice. Scott is a great instructor. Um here, I'll look it up right here. I was gonna I was gonna say he if you, me, if you want to know link. if you want to know where Big Bend is, it's about, you know, halfway, third of the way in between us and our friend Nate Mersh. Mersh. Master Dry Needling. Uh, September ninth, tenth, eleventh. Big Bend, Wisconsin, 27 CE hours approved for PTs, ATs, DCs. Uh, Scott's teaching it. I don't remember if it's a level one or level two. Let me click on it. Do you remember that weekend? Remember just feeling like a pincushion? Seriously. And we looked at each other Sunday morning. We were like, seriously, the last thing I want you to do is poke me with a needle. Right and now. then you get, you get. $75 off, right? Yep. Using our... Are you kidding me? Yeah. You get $75 off for being a member of the Canada Athletic Training yeah. Podcast? I'm not going to lie. I'm going to start giving it off for free. It's a, it's a level one course. It's a, unless, the entry one. Yeah. Unless, unless you want to just, you know, go over to CanadaAthleticTraining.com, go over to that membership area, click one of those memberships, sign up, become a member. I encourage you to do the $50 membership. I really do. We're going to make some changes to our membership programs really soon here. We might. We might. It's the more and more CEU opportunities that we get to give you guys. Um, we're we're going to restructure what it means to be a member yeah. of the Canada Athletic Training Podcast. We got some changes coming. We're hoping we can show. make the live podcast a little more, I mean, just available to everybody. And then kind of use the CEUs and stuff like that as another a different membership. Yep. As much as we love our live listeners. Um, we want more. Trust we want me. more, more. Yeah, and you you want more as well. And we're gonna, you know, probably, you know, pass a little something on to our current live me- members of saying, "Hey, thank you." Yep. And it's probably gonna be a hug, a handshake, and a beer. <laughs> uh, we have one fun show. We got a good one for tonight. Always got a good one, but we got a good one. We're gonna do a. We're gonna try something with our our feature topic that maybe we haven't done before. I don't even know what we're doing. So. We're going to do a, a role play. Oh. I'm hey. going to give you a scenario, okay. and I want you to talk me through the scenario. Do and I it's need- super simple, and it's going to be a scenario that all athletic trainers encounter. Do I need, like, protection for this role play? Speaking of protection, you did not. I know you just told me right before, like, 10 seconds before the show started. Yeah. How yeah. if House of Dragons, and this is oh. going to be spoiler-free. Oh. I watched the first half. I didn't even make it through the whole first episode. I made it through half because Julie and I are... About 30 minutes, and then we're done. We can't make it through an hour show anymore. Super intense. Super intense show. Um, they they had a, a scenario. I'll just say this. There was some birthing going on. There was a surgery-type setting. And this is obviously like, I think it's like 1100 BC or something like that. I don't know. 1300 BC, or maybe it's whatever. 
It's 200 years before the events of the original Game of Thrones. There was some birthing going years? on, and it was 200 years before, 200 years before. the original Game of Thrones, right. or 172, to be honest. So they were delivering a baby and oh. doing surgery. Oh. And the only thing I thought, they flashed a scene, and I said, they're not wearing any gloves. Mm. I was like, oh, my gosh. What are they going to do? I don't know. Everybody dies. If you're not wearing gloves, you die. Yeah, so many infections. It was in, it was incredible. I hope they. Like, no, and I don't know. I hope they like the, the athletic trainer hands with some like wine. Do you have, fun. do you ever as an athletic trainer watch something and you you go well that's not that's well, not that. all the time. Yeah, it just all it just time. caught my attention. Now I didn't make it to the end, so I don't know how the rest I of the episode goes. But early, early, early in this podcast adventure, I think we talked about um, scenes in movies where we were like, what the. F- are they yeah, doing? We should. Like, are you kidding me? Do we know when the gloves were invented? Mm-hmm. Should we? We should maybe do that as a segment. When was it? When was it invented? When did? When was it? The first I mean, year of? We'll just come out with. Why don't we do that? topics? Why don't we do that next week? Okay, let's write that down before we forget. One eighty six. What year? And we'll come up with. I don't know. Future topic. Ten standard athletic don't, training <laughs> things. I know gloves aren't solely athletic training, but, you know, gloves, maybe right. a tongue depressor. I don't know. Maybe a thermometer. Both, random things. Both oral and rectal. See random, random, random. So, uh, all right. Yeah, fun show for tonight. Let's, let's start it. You ready? ready? Let's do it. All right, friend or foe? Oh, you want to go right into no, the heavy no, no, hitting? No, no, new one. Oh, new okay, one. okay. I thought you were like calling for the no. segment. I was well, like, we really? Can, no, we can do friend or foe right away, but All right. my quick friend or foe. Is your back was, okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm just trying to like push myself into a better posture. Push myself yeah. into myself. I want to, I want to, wait, that, that like Allow myself to introduce, to introduce myself. myself. Yeah. My name is Hove. Um, popping pimples on other people. Friend or foe? Friend. I love it. Yeah. I'm like one of those weirdos. Yeah. Now, Dylan said he does it without gloves. Kayla said it gives her the heebie-jeebies to not see it or no gloves, popping pimples. I think sometimes on some skin types, gloves allow you to have a little more grip. On an oily individual? I think the opposite. Or a dry individual? Like a dry individual allows you to have a little... (laughs) Hmm. On the oil in- individual, I think you need something that is going to, like, use some some gauze, some Kleenex, some paper towel, something like that. Or an actual pimple-popping kit with all the tools and stuff. We have one of those at home. Do you? We do. Yeah. I used to just use a needle. Yeah, sure. Just like a... Whatever you got, man. Whatever. I've used like the the like the backside of like a butter knife as like a like an edge to oh. like kind of oh, create no. it. That's advanced. I've used the back like the not the tweezer pinchy part, but the other end of it, and use that kind of just creating a pressure point. We're just coming up with all sorts of good potential segments. Segments popping pimples. Home, like home, home. Uh, I mean that you know what that you want to know what that sounds like. 
sounds like some sort of combination of MacGyver and or A-Team. That's crazy. That's kind of what we do. You know, I was, I was going to say, just as a real fun, quick, like, fat, don't even go too far into it. Mm. Um, I was just going to say, like, 90s TV shows. Or eighty, well, like we, we were could, doing the eighties a couple of weeks ago when we were talking a team, and but I was thinking like you, like you just would have to quick rank like the top three from the nineties, TV or like, shows or like top three, no, as ATs though, like characters from the nineties as ATs, anybody, I mean anybody, you could do Buffy the Vampire for for all I care, Fresh Prince, Homer Simpson, I, I get so the nineties, eighties, I'm locked in. I don't know what the nineties. I mean, 90s. You would lose be, me in the 90s. Really? I don't remember. I mean, that was like college for me. So I didn't I guess, watch a I ton guess, of yeah, TV. You, the end of the end of the 90s was High school and college yeah. years. So what was what I year watching? Did you graduate high school? 95. 95. So what yeah. was I watching? I mean, Friends. Sports. Seinfeld. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Fresh Prince. I was watching sports and the WWE. WWE. Slash E. Actually, was I telling you and, about... And WCW. Was I telling you about A&E and how they have, like, all these, like... Um, Aging superstars? Like, uh, biographies, I guess? History, like, driven, like, oh, biographies I think of all I think the different were. wrestlers yeah. and, like, even eras of wrestling. My brother just texted me that Ric Flair is coming to Milwaukee here, coming up. Didn't he just retire? Oh, yeah, I think he got pinned. Lost a... I don't know. But I heard he's coming, uh, not to wrestle. He's Brandon, doing some Brandon's, like Brandon says motorcycle born, ride. Born in '95. Yeah, I graduated high school in '95. Interesting. I was in like '90s. Kento grade. Kento said he moved here in 2016, so he doesn't know any '90s TV American TV shows. Man, there's tons of good ones. We could to, do 2000s. We'll have to look it up. We could go. We could go early '90s when you were in high when you were in high school. I have I had a fun idea for a draft. Family Matters, Full House. Yeah, think like TGIF. Just think of all those shows. TGIF, Full House. That was nineties. All right, so are we doing friend or foe? Yeah, why not? Man, now I'm just trying to. I mean, we'll have to. We'll work that in. I like it, but I want it to be quick hitter. I don't, want, I don't want to be. I don't want to be talking. You'd I be just, so I just much. Want you you would, Mount you would, Rushmore. I would be good with the, the '80s, but I would struggle with the '90s. You would. You would crush it. I do okay with the '90s. I watched a lot of TV in the '90s. I mean, it would be like watching a lot of TV in the '90s. Mutant Ninja Turtles. Why do you think I'm so smart? Yeah, you are. My mom just said, "Here, sit in front of the TV, watch M- something." Matwaki, Mash, Cheers. That was like '70s. Mash is '80s. I think it was the 70s. Hell no, dude. All right, friend or foe, bring it up. Friend or foe, we put it on social media. If you're not, um, if you are not following us on social media, something must be wrong with you because how did you hear about this show? Oh, 70s. Yes, thank you. Candid underscore ATC is our social media. Man, it started in 72, went to 83. Um, If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me. I've never given up my personal one. At Impact Player Twenty, what's up? What's Kevin's at Kevin Creighton? Pretty sure. So follow, yeah. I don't at have Impact much on Player there. Twenty and at Kevin Creighton, but really just make sure you're following at Candidate underscore ATC. I so, have not posted on Twitter, or I have never posted on Twitter. I don't think never, never. And I think I have 
I haven't posted on Instagram in a couple years because people make me mad. I like looking at stuff on Instagram, but people make me mad. And so I stay For away sure. from um, Okay, so we, we put this up a couple hours ago. It was friend or foe using medical terminology with your athletes slash patients. What? It's too much work. Friend or foe. Using, do you want to read some that people? Yeah, or do you want here, me to go? You want, you want me, me to, here? I'll yeah, I'll read okay. some of the responses. Okay. I, I mean, okay. I can give you. So we're we're at a seventy thirty split. Seventy mm-hmm. percent people said friend. Aaron likes thirty percent of the people said foe. So here are the okay. comments on right. social media. Give me a couple. Rob at Rob underscore Banda said not everyone Banda. needs a, a pat. Patho anatomy lesson. Instill confidence, reduce fears, support, and protect to their level of vulnerability. Hmm. Nate said, I use the biggest words possible to show my knowledge and superiority. Sticking his chest out, Nate. Dylan says, I use it and then explain what it means to educate them. I think it's important for us to take the doctor talk and make sure our patients understand it. Caitlin responded to that and said, I do the same thing. I say it, but then explain it. That way, if Doc says it, it's not new, and they have a basic understanding of what it means. Say it, don't spray it. Miss Danny. Miss Danny. Miss Danny okay. said, I use it and then explain what I'm talking about. What you talking about? Jason Lopes, Lopez, sorry, Jason Lopez said, to be seen as a professional, you must speak like a professional. There are ways that incorporating medical terminology into the conversation with a patient the ability to prior clarity and context is part of being a good communicator. Samantha said, I always explain it in high school level terms first, followed by the science behind the injury using the medical terminology. That's an interesting point. I want to come back to that one. There's actually two so, so far that I've... Hold on. We got a couple more comments yeah. here. Miss <laughs> um, Abby said, my athletic population's eyes cross if you use words larger than six letters. Is that our Abby? Yep. Nice. Occasionally, I toss out a big word to show them what's up, but usually that's just for my amusement. Dr. Kendall Marshall responded to that, said, see, I usually will explain it more in depth to my younger athletes to educate them, and then high schoolers get the Cliff Notes version, unless they want to know the specifics. Both groups' eyes still cross. Matt Campbell said, with context and explanation... CJ Hess said, the kids have to hear exactly what's going on with them and be able to understand it. Tweak the hamstring does not get across that there is a big difference between grade one and grade three, and they should know that. Um, There were a couple other comments, but. All right, do you say, are you done? Yeah. Okay, do you say shoulder blade or scapula when you're talking to a patient? Um... I would say scapula. Do you say collarbone or clavicle? Collarbone. Okay. Would you say... I'm so I'm a hybrid right now. Yeah. Would you say low back or lumbar? Low back. All right. Um, would you say... I mean, one? you're assuming that I know what all these <laughs> mean. I hope I hope you know those. <laughs> I mean, those are pretty yeah. darn basic. Uh, when, you, when you talk about... Okay, so somebody comes in. Kneecap or patella? Oh. That's what Aaron just That was up. a good one. That was a good one. I say, I say patella. 
I don't think I really say. I would say patella. What do you? When you talk about, I think even think back. Yeah, with I would your, say patella. Think back with your baseball players too. I, I want you to take your whole career into account, and some, and you know. Yeah, you, that's what I'm thinking about. You know my for years. a fact, fact that it's the supraspinatus that is injured. I would say rotator cuff. You would just say rotator cuff. Yep. Okay. So, like, what if even if it was subscapulars, would you just be like, yeah, your rotator cuff is. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I I guess I don't know. I will say that's one of my pet peeves, just because it's four not, different not muscles it. and they all do the different things. Okay. And I'm like, ah. so let me let me ask this question. There's there's two things, um, that came up when the comments that I was like, wait, do I agree with that or not? Okay. One. Bring it on. Miss Danny said I use it and then explain what I'm talking about. So now you're explaining it twice. So you're just making it. Is it is that just double the work? No. Is it enough to explain it just once, or do we have to? Several actually, it wasn't just Miss Danny. It was several people said they try to do it the professional way and then the way that people understand. So now we're doing double the work. Do you have the time? Do you have the time? Because it's not to listen to me. Green day. Yeah. Um. I am one guy, of those. That guy's going nuts, man. Is he? Oh my god! I don't follow anything. Oh, he's just been—he's been all like he basically announced that like America sucks, and then he wants to move away, and this and that. Oh. Like, listen, every country sucks. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Nobody's got it. Nobody's got it perfect. America's doing okay though. All right. So. So it comes down to how much time you have. If, which I don't well, disagree with. If you have the time to sit down and really have a, an in-depth conversation, but there's times where you're like, I got to go. You hurt your whatever. Semi-member, semi-membranosis. No, it's yeah. your hamstring. I would say hamstring. Would you Would you, yeah. Would you? you yeah, say biceps yeah, for Morris? I, I don't know if I've ever. Well, I have. I have said that's actually this part of your hamstring, and this is why you feel it on X I don't know versus if I would. X. I don't um, think they care. I get way more time with my patients than you do or than most people do, really. I with every one of my patients at bare minimum, I have a I have a 30 minute window that we can get into some talking. Yeah. Um so I I do a crap ton of saying the actual medical terminology and then explaining what it is, and I think it's there are some patients that I have that want nothing to do with it. They are just like, just tell me it's my rotator cuff and that I need to do these three exercises sure. and I want to get out of here. Yeah. What they learn is that I'm probably not the right one to be treating them then because I like to have this interaction with my patient and my my goal is to educate and guide a human on how to move their body, how to take care of it so that they aren't always relying on me to do everything. So it is a friend. It's 100% a friend using medical terminology. I, okay. So for the, for the people that said they do both, yeah. would you start with the, the complex and then, and then go to the, yes, the other way, or would you start with the, the dumbed down version and then try to teach them what the no, medical. Let's let's take the sh the shoulder blade scapula instance. I would say scapula, and then I would say, 
which is your shoulder blade. Does that make sense? I think I would go the other way. Sure. I think I would. Yeah. I mean, there's two ways to skin a cat, right? Maybe four, <laughs> maybe six. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't gotten to the end of Game of Thrones. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know if they skin a cat. It just seems no, like that's where just it was probably going. a human. Yeah. <laughs> um, no hurting of animals allowed. Okay, so we've got so cutting faces. We're having off. a really good uh, conversation here because we're getting. Both sides of the argument on the live stream. This is our hockey player. Abby there's, said, dumb it down first and then progress up. And then Dylan yeah. said immediately, yes, complex first. And then and then when I know their level, I dumb it down to them. I'm like, uh, so there's this is really a really fun conversation with just a stupid little thing. I'm sure most of us do both. I'm, I, I'm sure most of us feel what's happening when we're talking to somebody and whether or not they, we, we need to explain a little bit more. Do you agree that Each you have to? Is very different. Do you do you agree with it? You have to use these words to sound professional. No, like to God validate. No. God no, because somebody on said that on the on the Twitter, and I was like, if I tell somebody they hurt their hamstring and I don't tell them the specifics, are they going to think less of me as an AT? I will say this. I'm. You I think not. I'm going to. I think I haven't answered. Yeah. I'm going to say fault. I'm going to dumb it down. I just want them to. Under- First off, I, I've said this. I am the worst anatomist in the world. Anatomist. Not in the world. Not in the world. Use I don't care what if I. I don't care if I've memorized every tubercle, every nook, every cranny. I want to know what the function of everything is, and if my athletes or patients understand what the function, what's supposed to be happening, and what's not, and why. Mm-hmm. Whether I used mm-hmm. the fancy words or not, I think I've done my job. That's where I'm at. Totally agree with you on that one. So if I say you've got a muscle in the back of your shoulder and it it helps stabilize, so when you lift your arm, it's your arm is supposed to do this. Your humor, you know, I'll say you're it's supposed to look like this, but when you do it, it looks like this. I don't tell them any of the landmarks. Sure, not always. Sure. So. um I would agree I'll, with you. I'll say faux. Damn, man, this is a really fun question. The more that we're talking about it. Um, I do notice that because I deal with, um, I think, less people on a daily basis than I used to, and I deal with less, like, Less of a need to be so accurate in what's happening. When I was in baseball, because it was the professional ranks, we had to like get down to the actual bing, boom, 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 boom. It's this one ligament that has inflammation around it, according to the MRI. You had to do that and for the athlete or for the everything for everyone else. All, all, well, no, I can no, see no, like for, if you have to contact the doctor, yeah, or whatever. The, but does the athlete really need to remember? I would say at least 50% of my athletes had to know the exact name of what it is. Gertie's tubercle. But it, but legitimately that's why it's, it was professional ranks and it's their livelihood. It's their, like, they need to go home and research things. They need to talk to their agent about it. They need to understand what the MRI report said. Now, I live in a world now where that's it's so, like. That's such a slippery slope. I didn't. I mean, you didn't have the luxury of not having being on the slippery slope. No, I'm saying. So, um, 
Julie just went to the dentist a, a, a little while back, and the guy literally said, here, I want you to Google this. And I was like, what are you doing? So she had to go home and Google something. And mm-hmm. that's like looking up on WebMD. And now she thinks she has cancer. I'm just joking. She doesn't. No. Yeah, but you sure. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you say, oh, I need you to like, go look this up. I never oh, said I need to look anything up. but No, the athletes. Think, think of every athlete that I had to interact with. Do you think any of them aren't looking stuff up? Or do you think any of them, their agent? That's why their, it's so dangerous. Their agent wasn't looking it up? So dangerous. There's always going to be somebody that has a better, like, understanding of something than you. And so, in my world, I had to prove that I had the best understanding of it all. And if <sighs> I didn't show that, then my athlete would go to somebody else. They would they would stop trusting that's, me for everything. And that's how we that's how we reduce our so workload. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was something else. Not one in your said. contract that says you oh, have know, to take know, care of these people. There's something else. Didn't you have said. the luxury of saying no. I was. You had said something else. I thought was really fascinating. I wanted to point counterpoint. Now I can't remember what it was. Shit. I think now, what I what I love about my, the way my career is gone is that I do have the time to educate people with big medical terminology, but then I also don't have to do it all the time. I love somebody hands me an MRI report and I get to explain it to them because they have no idea what the heck is going on in that MRI report. And I can, I can say, this means this, this means this, this means this. Good. Now, using the medical terminology though, like actually just like every day, I think it's a friend for me because I think it keeps me... Sure. Like Fresh. active with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get that. I really think, I mean, I've had times where I'm like, oh my God, I can't remember like, we'll just say the name of that muscle. And it's a little like, whoa, like I haven't used it and so I have lost it. Is that true that if you don't use it, you lose it? I just, um, I have a six week at home, so. <laughs> you haven't used it? Yeah. You got it. You got a one and a half year old, yeah. almost two year old. What do you yeah. think? Have we lost it yet? Um, so this all started because one of my patients told me on here. one of my one of my patients said that they had a rotor cuff, rotor a rotor cup injury. Then we needed to look at the rotor cup, rotor, rotary cup. Is that what it was? Rotaries. The rotary cup. My, ro- my rotary cuff is hurt. Yeah. No, it was cup. Oh, rotary cup. cup. Dang. Can you look at my rotary cup? <laughs> like, yeah, that's fine. And. I think the, the the answer is it depends. It's what the patient wants. If the patient is a, is somebody that wants to know, then you should provide all everything. You should answer all the questions. But if it's someone that doesn't care, they just want a quick and dirty, just give them the dumbed down version. I think that's okay. I think it, it's what the patient needs wants. But you picked foe, right? I said foe. If I, if I have my choice, I'm going to give them the dumbed down version because one I think thing we don't do here at Candid Athletic Training is be wishy washy of like. It's a friend, but no, we pick friend or foe. <laughs> Not always. Yeah, always. Well, always, yeah. You stick with your decision and you go with it. If it keeps you up at night, I don't care. Yeah. All right. We're oh, I love then. Fibia. That way, Dylan, I say actually accidentally say Fibia all the time. <laughs> Tibula. Tibula and Fibula. You know them? No, absolutely not. <laughs> no. North Shore up here in Milwaukee, most people know each other. A lot of people are, I mean, at least they're getting a sneak peek of like cooler yeah. things that are going to happen in this space. Either way, do we want to do any more friend or foe? No, we, we're okay. going to move on because okay. we're, we're doing great here. You're great. Uh, you want to do fat sure. or FMK? 
Fat it up. Okay, let's do our fat. Um, you you want you've been watching this? Yeah. Um. So good for you. So, my wife, my wife, um, always has a TV show that she's just like kind of binging, but it's pretty much always a show that she's seen before. It's background noise. Yeah. And I'm the same way for the most part. And that must be why we're together. Um, but she's binging uh, Grey's Anatomy Gosh, right now. How have we not done this? And I think it's pretty remarkable that we haven't done it. I mean, I watched it a little bit when it first came out. Well, um, here's the fun thing. They're all going to have a baseline because they all have the medical knowledge. So it's like, all right, what's the differentiating factor? That's great. Well, that's what got me going is like... I got to look this up. It's been so Grey's long since Anatomy, I've seen it does a really good job of being like, all right, I mean, these people are already doctors, but what makes them unique is their personality and how they go about their job. And I think athletic training, let's be honest, it's a really tough tough profession. It doesn't take being a surgeon in order to become an athletic trainer, but it does take some level of intellect that... When you pass that exam and you've gone through your, let's just say back in the day, the four years of school, that you're just, you kind of have this baseline. But what makes a unique or a better or maybe like a struggling or a um, superstar athletic trainer is a lot, a lot to do with personality and For how sure. they go about their day. And so I'm watching this show and I'm like, you know what? Those four interns, we're just, we're just going to go season one, season two. Original. The freaking four interns. All right, I just looked this. Um, I got IMDb who, up. Who do we got? How many episodes of Grey's Anatomy are there? How many episodes? Yeah. It's still on. Um, I have the number right here. I have IMDb. It's, uh, wait. Tell me what season they're on. 19. Yep. Oh, really? Oh, that was a good guess. Um, um, sorry, not yet. Season oh. 19 premieres Thursday, okay. October 6th. Oh, close. So but, 18 seasons. So 18 in the books and one I more. There, and I so bet this there's is, been 20 episodes at least every season. So how many episodes? That's uh, So I, I think know, this three, probably... 377. So this includes... this. I'm assuming this number includes all of season 19 since they're already probably like scheduled. 377. 401. Mm. 401 episodes. <laughs> and so the cast is turned over. Oh, yeah. There's only like I think three of the original members or two of the original members. Um, so I haven't watched it in like ten years. Other than we, my wife is now on season. Ah, she's like at end of season four, maybe season five. So is this guy one of the original? He, is he season one? Yeah. Is he? Is he? But we're not doing him. He oh, wasn't an intern. Yeah, no, 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 he's an intern. So yeah, we have we got, five. Interns? We got to do him too. Is there five interns um, in season one? Karev. What's his first name? Alex. Alex. I was just looking. I was like, "Wait, I thought he was one of the Alex." Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, so I we got figure out about him. We got. He's probably not going to win, anyways. I can't even read my own damn writing again. Yeah, you're not very good at writing. So we got Meredith, Meredith Gray. Okay. We got Izzy, Christina. Oh, you want? <laughs> what was funny? What do you got? I'm looking at my list. Yeah. Going, I don't know what any of these names are. And I'm like, oh, that's not even the fat section. That's the FMK <laughs> section. So I'm like, 
wheels. <laughs> I was like, who's wheels? What is wrong with you? Spoiler. Wheels. Like, uh, never mind. Dodgeball. We'll get there. Um, Meredith, George, Christina, Izzy, Alex. Yes. Is that what you have? The interns. Oh, God. This is so much fun. Okay. Do you remember any of them? Uh, yeah, for the most part. How all many? Right. So, you, how many seasons of this have you watched? I'm going to say all together three seasons. That's probably about where I'm at. Maybe yeah. four. I can tell you the moment. I can actually literally tell you the moment I stopped watching. I know. I know what's happened up until like season five. I think I know. I know the storyline. My wife fills me in. I watch. I'll watch an episode and with vice her. Versa. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> six weeks. All right. Getting on seven. Um, so dirty. But I I can't say I know every little episode of the first five seasons. But I I know what's happened. I know the personalities. We're in. Uh, she's in the end of season four, early season five, whatever it is. Nothing's really changed as far as personalities. Like they they handle things in a very similar manner, and so therefore, I feel pretty confident that if we're just talking about the original cast, I got it. Okay, so we're not doing McDreamy. We're not doing McSteamy. No, no residents. We're, we're not doing Bailey. Just freaking interns. And then who's the um? What's the guy's name that? Runs the, the hospital at the beginning. Yeah, what's his what's his name? I, uh, I had it up Richard here. Burke. Ben Burke? Richard. Mm. Richard. Richard Weber. Weber. Sorry. Bailey Burke. Dr. Burke. Mar- uh, Dr. Miranda Bailey. Miranda Bailey. Who's Burke? Uh, he's the surgeon. That Chang. They're all surgeons. Um, The hand surgeon, I believe. Isn't Burke... The African American oh, yeah, surgeon yeah. that Christina's um, boyfriend. Christina's, That's yes. Burke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Christina yep. Chang? Christina Yang. Sorry. Yang. Yang. Damn it. It's been a long time since I've I seen miss that. I mean Burke's no longer on the show already. I kind of miss him though. <laughs> Good surgeon. Spoiler alert. He wasn't a hand guy. He he had the tremor. You're right. So maybe that's what you're thinking of, but he was he, he's he wasn't thoracic. He needed the hand surgeon. Yeah, so he he's thoracic, so a lot of heart stuff. And be referral to hand team. <laughs> All right, Meredith, we- go. You remember? Yep. Um. Nope. A little indecisive. A little indecisive. She's all. I mean, she's the main character, right? Mm-hmm. She's always the one talking, but she is so in her head. Mm-hmm. She is. She has to. She has to constantly be waiting for those thought processes to get her to a conclusion. She and then need, she reflects on it. And she, she reflects very well. She needs a lot of validation. She could not be by herself. She would need to be part of a team because she'd always be like, hey, I got this going on. Yep. This is what I'm thinking about doing. And which is fine. So I think she'd work well at the college setting would struggle by herself if she was alone at a small, smaller school. Yeah, I mean she's, she, you know, she's she the, needs, she's she needs, supposed to be a little bit of a prodigy, right? Her mom, her mom was the, the, the big deal for a long time. Very, very famous surgeon, mm-hmm. and I think that that interferes with her ability to get out of her own way, and so I think. If somebody if somebody gave her a very structured plan, she would succeed, right? She has it in her 
to be this great surgeon, and I think she end, ends up doing such, I think. I don't really know where the rest of the story is going. But I agree with you. Collegiate, part of a team, part of like a group of athletic trainers, bounce ideas. Vaping's maybe, bad for you. Yeah, vaping is bad, dude. Don't do that. <laughs> so bad for you. Um, not somebody that's going to be the team leader. Needs to bounce the ideas off of others to feel really confident in where she's at. Here's here's the other thing. She also, also gossip, gossip, she, gossip. Yeah, and she struggles with work life balance. Yes, she does. Might not be the profession for her. We're Probably, AT. She might date her boss too. Don't do that. Don't date anybody that you work with. It's all they do in that show. Yeah, it's I was. Like, that's what. That's one of the first <laughs> things I was thinking. I'm like, how can you do this as an AT? It's like they. Every one of them breaks every rule that ever existed in a workplace. Oh, don't act like we haven't done it. What? Just kidding. Only, only twice. <laughs> um. So, all right. I think she'd be. Well, let's let's just move on. Who's next on your list? Izzy. 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 Compassion. <sighs> Compassion. Yes. I think she has to work the hardest of the group. Or maybe, or George. I get where you're saying. Or George. George actually probably has to work the hardest because he's probably like the least. He's the least savant of them all. Yeah. Izzy's probably second. Yeah. Um, Izzy ends up running the clinic. Yeah. She ends up being in like she was in a lot of gyno stuff, OB stuff. I she with Izzy, the, she comes from the trailer park. Yeah, I know. I I can't think of her without thinking of knocked up. I know, right? I either can I, <laughs> which I love. I actually love. I love, it, I yeah. love about the show yeah. because I know that she has something else in her. Yeah. Um. Now. She would be okay. She, I don't think. Not, I don't think she brings anything super to the table, but she doesn't have any major drawbacks either. I don't see any. Yes. So she's not the perfect person under pressure. No. She's not. She's not the one that's going to be command a room, until she gets pushed so far that she has to command the room. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and that doesn't. That doesn't make a good athletic trainer. You shouldn't have to be pushed really far. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt, though. I think we've all been there where I think we feel like we're on an island and it's like, I got to come through. Absolutely. But I think every once in a while we need to step up earlier than that. I think we need to have command of that room earlier. Okay. Fair enough. So I think, right. she, I think she'd be great. Front. She's the best. Um, She's got pretty darn good bedside manner. Yep. She's got she's got that going pretty well for her. Yeah. I, yeah. She's She's polished. All right, Christina. Wow. Um, I mean, she's the smarty. She's she's the smart one with the worst bedside manner. Yep, but also the one that, like, can command it. You walk into her athletic training room, you know what you're going to get. She might be a disaster outside of it, but she's pretty freaking smart. Yeah, when she walks through the door, she's checked all of her baggage, at least for the first four or five seasons. I think it got pretty bad after that, but... um, Again, this is to me like when we talked about the friends, you know, like the Monica yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, she's the Monica. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Or last week we talked talked about Patch Adams. Yeah, you know, she to me is like the 
doesn't care about the feelings. She just cares about. Oh, you. She she. You know what she's gonna do? You bet. She's all friend on using medical terminology with her athletes. That's oh, all she's gonna time. do. Every she time. will not. She's probably the least compassionate of the five of these people. I would. You think. know how smart I am. This is how smart I am. Yeah, and I don't care, and I'm gonna do whatever it takes to show that I am the best. And she's incredibly competitive. No. So does that make her good or not? I don't know. I I don't know. There she does. She never backs down. At least in the first seasons, she never backs down from like the the crazy case. She would be laughing with joy if there was something that crazy happened. Yeah. Right. If there, yeah, she needs it. She's she's an adrenaline junkie. Adrenaline junkie to the to the highest degree with this shit. Yeah. Okay. Right. George. Best personality. Really? Ah, wow. Alex is pretty... Well, Alex is... Uh, mm. Sorry. I think George cares the most. He cares, cares a lot. the most. You know who he cares about a lot, though? Himself? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think it's his coworkers. Yeah. He, he gets really, really wrapped up in his coworkers. He slept with half of them. George did? Oh, yeah. Uh, is he... Just Mer- Izzy and Meredith. Well, I guess they like there's something like they didn't end up sleeping with each other or something. Oh, I didn't know that. No, I'm pretty sure they slept. George and Izzy. He sleeps with like other interns. He's like he he freaking married. He oh, marries another he sleep surgeon. With, didn't he sleep with Meredith's sister later? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think that's what. Okay. All right. That's like that's where we're at right now. That's where I'm at in the seasons. Meredith's sister's involved. Okay. She's in love with George. Things like that. All right. George. Super, super, super unsure of himself. Yeah, almost he's, at he's, every every corner of the day. He struggles the most with the books. Now, right? He's a workhorse, though. Yeah, he struggles. He struggles. Nah, I mean, he struggles with being the confident person in the moment. Like he's not. He might know the answer, but he's unsure. So that he's he like Meredith. Say the answer. No, Meredith. Is just kind of living in her own world. George is worried about saying the wrong thing. We'll say that. Okay. That's that's how I describe it. And he's very shaky. He's very like, you know, he kind of gets walked over a lot. Definitely gets walked over. I mean, he's not going to be the one. He's gonna he's gonna allow his athletes to bring their own treatment ideas. B y o t. Right. He's gonna allow the coaches to change the practices. And then it, now this is I'll give him some credit though. Eventually, he's going to have a breakthrough where everybody's like, "Oh man, you really do know what you're talking about." Yeah, and then he's gonna he's gonna get his way, but it's, he's gonna get walked over for years as an athletic trainer. Alex, I got a soft spot. I see the I see the most of myself in Alex. <laughs> he's like kind of the. I think they're making fun of us on on the live stream. Mm. I think they're they're poo pooing that we're talking about this show. Why? I don't know. You don't like it? Um, whatever. We got to do the segment. Um, we got. We'll we'll announce what we're doing next week. Right at the end of, after this segment, and you're gonna like what we're doing next week. I mean, let's let's be honest. This is one. Of, this is one of the most famous shows of all time. Easily, 400 episodes in. Like all right, Alex is kind of the. He's in. like the goofball. He's like the most unprofessional. He's kind of like the. Whatever. I'm gonna get it done because I'll just get it done, and I love it. To me. He's great. He's a doer. He's a doer. He He's doesn't a doer. Yeah. 
he doesn't, and he doesn't, he's not really a boastful one. He's also the guy that's going to like support his coworkers without saying, look what I did for you. He just kind of, kind of casually do it because he actually cares, even though he's trying to be like the cool guy that doesn't care. Oh yeah. Like he takes care of Izzy when Izzy's really down because he cares about her. He's like in love with her really, but he doesn't want to like come across as like that guy. So he kind of just like, yeah, whatever. I'll just do it. Mm-hmm. And that's so to me, he's like easily the, the number one. He's a lot and he has the talent. He just hasn't put in the effort to refine the talent because also, he's also me. He's been, he's been able to like, just, Hey, just, I just get it. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, I know what I'm doing. And so therefore I don't have to study as much as the next person. Yep. Where Agreed. other people are studying their ass off in order to get to the point where they are. So you're going Alex. I'm I'm for sure going Alex as my number one. I don't know. What are you doing? I think it's tough, man, because I, I think so many of them have such bad aspects to them. That's where I thought this could be fun. Hun, you oh you yeah, we didn't have Alex on the original list, but No, I, I do you, you do agree that it's Alex? I think Alex is a good candidate. I think Alex, to me, is a top two candidate. Who's your other? Because uh, I would go, I'd probably go Izzy as my number two. Yeah, see, my Izzy, Izzy so far, I think she has her personal outside of work downfalls. Like in the show, she is not necessarily always the best friend. But I think in her job, she makes good an athletic trainer. I agree. So, because I don't care about her personality. So, or Alex personal and Izzy. Side. So we'll put this up on social media. Uh, yep. We can't do a poll with five. That sucks. But, um, yeah. All right. So for those of you, for those of you who are hating Hannah, on us right Hannah's now, Hannah's back. <laughs> why? I don't know. She's just back. I see her. It's great. So next week. We're going to do Step Brothers. So go fucking, wa- I mean, go watch it. So here's your here's your warning, live streamers. Warning. Or if you're listening to this on audio form and you want to join the live stream tomorrow. Wah, wah, wah. Step Brothers. Step Brothers. Brennan, Brennan. and uh, Dale. It? And Dale. Brennan. Right? Is it Dale. Brennan? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll do those too. <laughs> mano y mano. Right, because it's that's out. I have a forty-year-old son that still should lives be a fun home. one. I'll probably have to rewatch the show just to catch some of the lines, but Oof. we literally have never done any of those things. This is it's all the room for activities. Easily next week, one of my funniest movies. I think. Well, Kevin Easy. Joyce, you have homework for next week now. Yes. Did we just become yeah? So we'll it's go. A, we'll go fun here. It's a quick hour, hour forty-five minute. Little laugh sesh. The fucking Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. All right, <laughs> very good. Let's go with um, exactly. Let's yeah. let's do our FMK here. Okay. So we are gonna we're gonna FMK three things that probably most ATs can relate with. Mm-hmm. Um, God things damn kits. Things on your kit that break down. We're going to give you three of them, and I want you to F1, marry one, kill one. On your kit, things that might break down, we have wheels. Your wheels, maybe it's uh, 
They might break wheel, down. Oh, they break down. You get a rock stuck in there. A flat tire. A flat tire action. A little, just, wa- a yeah. little wobbly wheel. Yep. Out of alignment. How about a zipper? Mm. One of your zippers on your kit goes bad. Fly is open. And lastly, one of your dividers breaks or won't stay in God, place. God damn dividers. You know what? <sighs> we need less division. Let's let's get rid of all the dividers. What do you got? FMK. Um, Which one are you living with every day of your life that is broken? <sighs> Dylan said, I just buy new kits once a year. So therefore, Dylan, what he's saying is he's not he's not the marrying type. No, he's, <laughs> he's, he's effing kits every year. He's just effing kits every year. He goes hard in the paint. <laughs> well, this is coming from a place where we might have a new sponsor coming up shortly. Oh, why? What? We might. We'll see. Mm. Maybe maybe a kit sponsor? Yeah. Maybe a little little fun kit job? Yeah, we're, we're working on some stuff. We've asked people to send us pictures of their kit. We want pictures of your kit. So everybody, everybody listening right now. On our social media. Send if us you're a on, picture. If you're on your Twitter, kit. just tag us at it. If you're on Instagram, tag us at it. And we're going to show off some of your kits and how you organize them and what, what they look like, and maybe we'll grade them. Mm-hmm. We can have oh. fun with this. Can we? Wait, we can judge people? We can judge the oh, hell out of everybody. We're going to judge some kits. <laughs> yeah. All right, so for me, I'm ready. Go for I it. think the worst thing to break down Is a killing? Is a divider? Okay, I'm killing the divider breaking down. All right, I need my dividers. Oh, you need your separation because everything needs to be in its place. And if you lose a divider, you're up, you're down, your wheel. I mean, the number of times you go from horizontal. Oh my god, that's got an F. Oh, number of times you go from horizontal to vertical and back, Mm -hmm. getting your kit to and fro. Yeah. The dividers are super important. So right. if that breaks down, I, I'm killing that breaking down. I need that. I need that. Be just a mess. Yeah. Can you imagine? Just a freaking mess. So now, um, I think I'm going to marry the wheels. If the wheels go down, if the wheels on the bus go down and down and get broken, I think I can manage they go round just, and round. I'm just going to pick it up or I'm going to attach that shoulder harness, which I've never done. Literally never used a shoulder harness on a kit. Have you? Never. Never? Never used a shoulder harness on a kit. Like on the big kits. The, yeah, like the If you ones? have a wheeled kit, you've all right, that's a question. I've absolutely never never ever used You psychopaths out there that use that I, thing. I have I have taken like the sides and gone boom. Like carried it. I would rather do that. I know. I'd actually rather tip it up and lift it like a. Yeah. Or yep. like suitcase carry. Either it. or. Sure. I, I can see that. Shoulder straps. I've done that too. We're going to put that on social media on kits used. So I'm going to marry that because if it goes out, I think I can adjust. Yeah. So I'll F with the zippers. I think if it's the main zipper, <laughs> if your main zipper breaks, you're screwed. That's a tough one. If it's any other zipper, like side, a side zipper, it's like side piece, mm. you can probably get away with just get away without using it. 
Yeah, maybe. But if your main zipper goes down... Always use protect- protection, though. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, zip uh, a, a bad main zipper is a tough place to be. What about you? All right. I'm going to marry the wheels, just like you said. I'll carry that thing. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin Joyce. Mm. He said, I have a wheel kit, and I use the shoulder straps. And I also have thoracic syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, I'm, I, yeah, I'm gonna marry just carrying it. I mean, we've had this discussion of those wheels. We did the, an FMK of the wheels, yeah. In those in those situations where you're wheeling it over, maybe some gravel, maybe some sand, maybe some dirt. Maybe some grass. Sometimes those wheels just suck anyways. So you know what? I just carry the the goddamn thing. <laughs> so I'll carry it. I'm going to marry the wheels. Break them all the time. Who cares? I am definitely going to... <sighs> Part of me wants to F the divider just because you didn't. I'm going to F the divider. You know what? It broke. It was a one-time thing. It's not going to happen again. (laughs) And I'll figure out how to make it better next time. (laughs) And then I'm going to kill the zipper. And I mainly just because if it is the wrong zipper, if it's the wrong, if it's the main zipper, you're fucked. You're just fucked. It just, it's going to open all the time. Things are going to fall out. It's going to be inefficient. I don't know. I got, I got to F that. Or I mean, I got to kill the zipper. Um, I'm just going to quick read a couple here. Oh, I could use some tape to just like... Actually, there's a, some good sh- comments. Uh, I don't know if I maybe, have... Maybe there's a buckle instead of a zipper I could just attach. Yeah. Um, what do you got? Kayla said, marry the wheels. I don't use them. F dividers, kill zipper. I'm going through it right now, and I want to kill... Okay, I want to, well, KMS, I assume, kill myself. So a zipper going down is bad. Um, Abby bought a box in 1998, and she got a new one in 2019. Abby. I knew kits every once in a while. Aaron said, marry the divider, mm-hmm. F the wheel, and kill the zipper. Dylan said, marry the wheels. I don't use kits with wheels. Okay. Which is totally an option. Sure. F the zipper, it better be broken open, not closed, and kill the divider because I need that organization. <laughs> I guess we didn't talk about so the he, zipper Dylan being and broken I, closed. Yeah, Dylan and I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, Kayla said the worst is the zipper for sure. Least worst is the wheel dividers are just suggestions. Kento said he wants to F the zipper, marry the divider, Whoa. kill the wheels. Wow, marrying the divider. So he's messy, he's messy also house. he and Dylan and I agree. Um, Abby says she's got rolling boxes, no shoulder straps. Uh, Ka- Kayla says her she, kid has one divider and doesn't even think it's necessary. <laughs> Zipper on my sling bag broke and it sucks. I want to see pictures of all these things. All pictures, please. Show us pictures of these zippers broken, <coughs> dividers broken, wheels broken. Nate, Kit, kits without dividers, kits without wheels, kits without zippers. Nate said he's going to marry the divider. Okay. Okay. 
It's the most important one. Kill the wheels. I got. Oh no, he's actually going the opposite of me. He's marrying he the divider. He yeah. wants the mar- he wants the dividers broken. He wants the chaos oh. in his life. He's yeah. killing the wheels. That's the, his worst case scenario. He says, "I got a lot of junk in my trunk, and I'm not carrying it." Oh. And he's f the zipper. Zipper malfunctions just leave you with gaping holes that things sneak out. Hey, every once in a while, just pop, pokes his little head out. Yeah. All right. Um. So that's uh, that's all the comments. So that's what we f marry and kill. Yeah. So I think that leaves us. We're not doing a top five tonight. Uh, we're saving that. And then let's do our feature topic. All right, Kevin, I'm going to give you a scenario and I want you to role play this out for us. Okay. And this is, this is a a true role play. Okay. And it's also just going to be like a hack or life advice for all the ATs out there. Okay. Here we go, Kevin. Listening. It's five minutes before you're going to leave and an athlete walks in. Okay. What do you do? Before I'm going to leave to go home. Yeah, you're okay. about to leave. Mm-hmm. And that, that last person comes in mm-hmm. and says they need something. Walk us through your level of care. Walk us what you're going to do for this athlete. What's your thought process? Have they asked You me? have already decided. You, you had just said, ah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be out here in your head. You, you may say it out loud. You may not have said it out loud. You might be superstitious. But in your head, five minutes from now, you're about to walk out. Mm-hmm. Somebody walks in and says, hey, Kev, I need you. Can, oh. you. can you look at this? Okay, so they have asked me a question. Can you look trying, at this? I was this? trying to think of like the perfect response to somebody walking in that I could still leave. <laughs> they need you to look at something. Okay. They need me to look at something. Um, my first question is, all right, what do you think's going on? And this the reason, is, and the reason okay. I say what do you think is going on is I'm trying to judge the severity in their head of what's happening. Is it, hey, I got a blister. Hey, I think my shoulder is effed. Is it, um, can you take a look at my hangnail, right? I'm judging the severity of where their head's at. Based on how they respond, I might say, ah, this, I mean, let's take a look at it tomorrow. Just leave it alone. Let's take a look at it tomorrow. Now, if I think I'm hearing what is going, like, they, they're concerned. I need to stop, and I need to say, all right, talk to me about it. Like, t- tell, me, tell me what happened before I even... Start asking questions and having somebody like getting on a table. Have the five minute conversation of you were going to be at work for five minutes anyways. And let's see if we can't decipher whether or not this is something that is immediate attention or this is something that I can kind of say, hey, tomorrow. Now, what's what's your What's your time limit 
you think you might be willing to go over? Uh, do you want do you want my real answer or do you want what mm-hmm. what yeah, ev- this what is candid wa- this is candid fucking athletic training. The real answer is indefinite. So you'll stay as long as it takes. Correct. <clears throat> but that's because I became an athletic trainer for a reason. And that might be a hot take. And I think and I'm sorry that everybody might think very differently. If you need to stay somewhere to assist somebody for something, it's what you signed up for when you said, I want to be an athletic training student. It's exactly what you signed up for. It's exact. It's, it's patch Adams. It's not, you did not sign up for nine to five. And it's getting a little ridiculous that there are athletic trainers out there that think they did sign up for nine to five. I didn't even sign up for nine to five and I work in a clinic. Because we are in a world of healthcare. Healthcare doesn't work on a time stamp, right? Most of us are salaried employees, most of us. And so therefore, the expectation is that you're probably going to work at least amount, at least these amount of hours. That's what somebody's paying you for. Now, if you work less than that, are you going to say, are you going to report that to your boss? Probably not. If you worked over that, are you going to complain about it? Probably yes. If somebody that is supposed to be in your care made a mistake and did not come to you earlier, that's a, that's a conversation you have with them. But in the moment, if they need your care, you're going to have to give it to them. That's what I signed up for as an athletic trainer. I might be wrong. I might be totally in the minority. But I'll tell you what. A lot of my athletes trust me. A lot of my patients trust me. A lot of the people that have been in my care have trusted me. I'm not saying that people don't trust other people that say, hey, you should have came to me an hour ago. What? Why are you coming to me five minutes before I'm leaving? We all don't know what's going on in their head. We all don't know what's happening in like another world. Are they scared out of their mind that they might have torn something that is now going to end maybe their season or their practice or their their tryout or their career? We, we, we have no idea. We're there. We've talked about this a million times. We're there to consult them, right? We're not there to actually heal things. We're not there to like make everything okay. We're there to consult them. Consulting is not a nine to five job. It's not a like, hey, I'm sorry. It is now 5 p.m. I am leaving. So you're shit out of luck. Are there things in life that you have to then prioritize? Right? Okay. I cannot be late to pick my kid up. All right. When this kid, when one of my athletes comes in, and it's five minutes before I needed to leave to go pick up my kid because if I don't, you know, say now the babysitter can't get to their other job on time, that is a conversation that you say to the athlete, listen, this is what's going on. Is this, I we need to have this conversation faster. Can we have a conversation over the phone? Can we do something else? Can we do this? Can we do that? I need to leave because they're another priority in life. But if I have nothing else, 
And the only thing that's holding me back is that like, oh my God, now I worked 46 hours this week instead of 44. No, it's what you signed up for. You're an athletic trainer. You care about humans. Act like it. And realistically, that's why I got out. Yep. Because it, it changed. Yep. Cir- your circumstances can change, and 100%. that's okay. It, it's totally okay. But but stop you, trying to change the profession. Change you. Change where you are. Change what you do. Don't change the profession. That's almost like a continuation of previous conversations we've had. But I just want I actually think that's one of those... If you had to make a Mount Rushmore of the things that athletic trainers get most frustrated with, I think that's probably on there. Have you talked to your have you talked to your team? Have you talked to your people that you take care of and say, listen, you have to like I cannot you can't wait. I every single year with my team had a meeting and said, When we when the game ends, I know that you need to eat. I know you need to take a shower. I need. I know you need to do this. I know you need to do this. I know you need to do this. I am in that list of the things you need to do to check in on. If something's going on, I need sooner than later, and I need you to be prompt about it. It is not fair to anybody, including the people coming in to clean the goddamn place, and we're still working about something. Like, you got to think about other people. So don't be the person that waits an hour after the game when, yeah, like my hamstring's been bothering me. Have you told them that? If you haven't told them that, how are you supposed to complain about it? Also, don't complain about it unless you know an answer for it, right? If you can't come up with some sort of solution for the problem, you have no right to complain about it unless you're actively working on creating a solution. And one of the solutions is preparation. I love that because that was actually my favorite part of the job was that, hey, how can we prevent this stuff? Absolutely. Like I used to love coming up with, hey, if you if you guys do these three or four things, you're going to minimize the other stuff. I think I, and I have. That's why I'm actually super excited to see what you do with this space because that's yeah. what I love, this stuff. I would, Absolutely. It, if I ever went, I would I would love to do like the strength conditioning side of things. Well, you know you you know I, where you could work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to work less. <laughs> but I think trying to make a full time podcast. Yeah, I I, well, I hear you. Um, I love the question because I think it it's going to get asked or it's going to happen to everybody. Every what's, what's, AT is. What's your? I mean, okay, so the athlete walks in. I mean, and obviously don't. Um, yeah, I'll be honest. The first 10 years of my career was, Hey, whatever, whatever you need. I, I, I didn't have any responsibilities outside of work. I didn't have anything. And then the last five, four or five years, it, it chewed me up Yep. because I had things I wanted to do. I had, and that's when I knew, you know how you hear athletes say, how did you know when it was time to retire mm-hmm. when you couldn't do the things like physically the athletes can't do the things I knew it was time for me to step away because I wasn't doing my job as good as I could because I was always stuck trying to do something outside of work or vice versa. I was caught in this, in between this. I was leaving work early to get somewhere late. Does that make sense? Like, Absolutely. Even if I stay an extra five minutes at work, mm-hmm. I'm still leaving before I used to. Yes. But 
I leave five minutes later and I'm getting home after I thought I would. And now I'm cutting into that. That's when I knew it was time for me to get out of that setting. Even in my most routine, I mean, you were in it as well. I was even more like, um, what's the word? Like monotonous of my day than you were, right? Every day I had a game. Yeah. And every day it was like this same like schedule. And but it was still unpredictable of how long the game lasted, yeah, right? Because all, like <laughs> all predi- unpredictable how many guys would come in after the game. As one of my coworkers um said, so you know our our doctors are the the doctors, the team doctors for the Brewers. Yeah. And one of the, my coworkers today said, "Oh, how was the game yesterday? I heard it went into extra inning, or they said it went into overtime." And I was like, yeah. or, "Baseball goes into overtime?" And I just left. <laughs> nope. So, yeah. No, no overtime. <laughs> overtime. That, that would, that I'm would like, you mean extra innings? Time. Yeah. There's an actual time limit to it. Shit. No. That's why anybody that's against the runner on second, get your head examined. <sighs> um, Everybody should start with a one-one count. <laughs> oh my god, Jesus Christ! You know what? Bunt them over. Fucking hit a pop no, fly. Let's get on. If here. I was going to make a rule change in baseball, mm-hmm. um, it would be that with two strikes, mm-hmm. if you hit a foul ball, you're out. I you want to save some time. Oof. If you hit a ball, like if you can't put it in play, yeah. With three strikes, you don't deserve more pitches. Hey, why not? But and then why not? So let's then, what it. happens? The pitchers start attacking. They more. do it in slow pitch softball. Why not baseball? Let's go. Let's change the game. You Let's don't even do get three. You get two in slow pitch softball. Yeah. Let's go. I like it. I I mean, that's so I like the question because it's actually been a little something on my mind of I'm I'm getting a little. Oh, I like, know where you're going. You're frustrated as hell I'm, with the I'm whining on Twitter. Yes. And I'm not even on Twitter, just like across athletic training. Don't try to change the profession. Try to change what your environment. Yeah. I'm sorry, but athletic training is always going to be hard. It's always going to be long hours. It's always going to be sacrificing a lot of things so that you can do something that you actually care about. It's any serv- it's just like any service job whether that's Working in a restaurant, somebody comes in right before close. I mean, service jobs. That's what we are in the service mm-hmm. profession. Yes. So those are the sacrifices you have to make to do service. I mean, bar bartenders made it. I think to at least the elite eight. I want to say elite eight, maybe sweet sixteen. I, I don't know. Fat bracket. We're close. I actually we're have, halfway there. Halfway I know. I actually thought about it today. I got a template that <laughs> we should talk about after the yeah, show. We got to do that. And also, I wrote down we're, what we should do on social media. I'm going to put this up sometime this week. Is what are your Mount Rushmores of frustrations? Mm-hmm. Specific. Specific. I want to know: Is it the salary? Is it the people walking in late? Is it the practice time? I mean, I would assume for me it would be practice changes. Okay. It would be. The person walks in at the very end. Yep. Um, it would be, um, I think the salaries are probably a big frustration for people. It's got to be. And my fourth Mount Rushmore of frustration would be um, not getting to eat. Mm, that's a good one, though. I think that one goes on. Like, Being hangry all not, the time. Yeah. That goes that goes under the Just radar. My own personal ones, because I think a lot of people don't realize how much it's affecting. What, what them. would what would yours be? 
That's how uh, we're going to end the show tonight. All right. Um, I'm going to go. I like the eating one. I, I really, I, I have to have. You had designated eating time, didn't you? No, not you guys had freaking catering every. Yeah, but that didn't that didn't mean that. That like, was for it the was, players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bullshit. That was and that was also a an a eye opening experience in the minor leagues when I was the only guy. Like that was eating was a little different handled. Um, I will say that though, unpredictability of when you're going to get to eat. It taught me how to eat things that keep me full for a long time. <laughs> I'm going to say... Good call. Um, the unpredictability of job security, 100%. Hmm. That might be the top one in... That's so weird. I mean, it's so different for that you. That might be George Washington. I mean, first one right on there. Really? Oh, yeah. See, in my setting, I never worried about my job security, ever. Yeah. No, but just—I mean—you were in the professional setting, so yeah. the turnovers. Mm-hmm. You're tied to a. Usually, you're tied to a staff. That is the reason I got out. I well, two reasons I got out: unpredictability of whether or not, whether or not I was going to have a job next year, mm-hmm. and then even because even if I was the best athletic trainer that's ever lived, it didn't mean I was going to have a job next year. The other reason I got out is the I got sick of missing things, and so I'm going to say frustration, missing things. Okay. Um, life, everybody else, else's life is to enjoy the sports that you are probably covering. And so therefore when you're working, people are enjoying life. And when other people are working, you're probably the only time, that's the only time when you get to enjoy life. Um, four, I'm not going to say salary. I'm not going to say salary because I think, um, again, I don't know a single athletic training student that walked into their freshman year saying, well, I mean, I'm going to be the athletic trainer that makes like 250 K a year. Um, I'm going to say Mount Rushmore frustration, Mount Rushmore frustration. Um, I'm just going to say underappreciated. Sure. No, like the the lack the lack of acknowledgement, we'll say that lack of acknowledgement. I think we don't need it, but it frustrates me. Sure, yeah, it's a good one. Let's close the show. Yeah, absolutely. We're as a we had some really fun discussions there, like three really good discussions. That went far. It's a lot of rants. On yeah, my part. <laughs> so, CandidAthleticTraining.com, the Candid Athletic Training Podcast, at Candid underscore ATC. Um, those are our platforms, right? Reach out. Leave us reviews. You know what? We haven't had a good review in a while. Long um, time since Victoria Morris. I, yeah, I mean, I think I think I would love to see and hear some new opinions about how much we rock or suck. Either way, leave us all the, all of them that you can. If you do say that we suck, um, we'll try to do better. But, you know, Healthy Roster, thank you. You're the best. We can't do this without you. You allowed us to make this a live podcast and interact with all these great people that are uh, chatting a storm up here and hopefully going on their own rants at their own houses. 
Smart Tools, thank you. Master Dry Needling, thank you. Um, we got a lot of great things in the works with some CEU opportunities. Um, we hope to give you as many opportunities for those good CEUs as possible. I think that's where we can really help the profession. Um, go get yourself a membership, CanadaAthleticTraining.com. Thank you for everybody for listening. Can't wait to see you next week. Leave us your ideas for the show. Bye.